Hello everyone, welcome back to the Lucid Sight Collective podcast. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different and we're going to be going through the cube test. Now this is a personality test that was created in the late 90s by a Japanese psychologist and this test is really interesting. It's meant to be able to see into your subconscious mind and see sort of how you perceive yourself and the way that you relate to the world and the way the world relates to you. So it's going to be a fun episode. You might learn a little bit more about yourself and your subconscious. Um, and if not, um, it's just a fun thing to even like do with a group of friends and compare your guys's results because it's kind of interesting how different our imaginations are and how our subconscious can shine through within this visualization. So with that being said, we're going to get into the episode. Firstly, I just want to give a quick shout out to Teal Swan because I actually found the cube test through one of her YouTube videos like three or four years back. So Thank you, Teal Swan, for opening my eyes to the cube test. And hopefully now I can help open some more people's eyes to the cube test. So, yep. With that said, let's move on. This test is basically just a fun little way to have kind of a peek into your subconscious mind. When doing this test, always go with your gut. Whatever comes to mind first, stick with that visualization. And it's also okay to write it down as we go through, as long as you just stay in that relaxed mental state of not trying to force anything. I also just want to throw out there that you can visualize this in any way that you want. There are no right or wrong answers in this test. And with that being said, this test does involve getting into a relatively relaxed and meditative state to sort of access your subconscious mind. So I don't recommend doing this part while you're driving, um, but the visualization is only about five minutes long. And then after that, we kind of go over what you saw and what it means about the way your subconscious views yourself and the world around you. For the most accurate results, just make sure that you can treat this first part as an actual meditation and do it in a place where you can really sink into your mind. And also don't put any pressure on the visualization and try not to intellectualize anything and like what it might mean while you're doing the visualization. Just trust your first instinct and don't force or change the visualization as we go. Just stay relaxed and let your subconscious create the scene for you, almost like you're dreaming. So with that being said, let's get relaxed, get comfortable. If you want, you can lay down or just sit down you can close your eyes if you want to. 
Just really let your mind drift off. Clear your mind, let it relax. It's okay to drift off to the sound of my voice. There's nothing to do right now but to sit and relax and picture yourself in a desert. What is this desert like? Is it big? Is it small? Is it vast? Is there a lot of mountains? What's it filled with? What's living and non-living in this desert? How do you feel about the desert? How do you feel about being in it? What do you think about this desert? Now you see a cube. How big is this cube in the desert? Where is the cube in the desert? Is it on the ground? Is it in the sky? Is it buried? What's it made of? What's the texture of the cube? What's its color? What do you think about the substance and the color? How does the cube make you feel? Is it far away from you? Is it close? Is it transparent? If so, can you see inside? Is there anything in it? How big is the cube compared to the desert? Now you see a ladder. Where is the ladder in relation to the cube? Is the ladder leaning on the cube? Is it under the cube? Is it over the cube? What's the ladder made of? What impression does it give you? What's the distance between the cube and the ladder? And what's the relationship between the cube and the ladder? Now you see a horse. What's the horse doing? What's the distance between the cube and the horse? What color is it? What impression does it give you? Is this horse tied? Is there a saddle on it? Is it laying down? Is it running? Is it grazing? What's the horse doing? Now notice the weather. What's the weather like? 
Is it good weather, inviting? Is it bad weather? Is it sunny? Is it rainy? Is it foggy? What's the weather like? Now you notice there's a storm in the distance. Imagine the storm coming. What's the distance between the storm and the cube? Is it a big storm or a small storm? Is it passing by or is it staying? How do you feel about this storm? What does this storm make you feel? Now you see a flower or many flowers. How many flowers are there? Only a few or a lot? Where are the flowers in relationship to the cube? What's the color of these flowers? How hardy or fragile do they seem to you? How do you feel about the flowers? Or how do they feel about you? All right, congratulations, you just took the cube test. (laughs) Now, before we move on to the interpretation of your vision, we're going to reimagine the entire scenario once more, just to make sure that the image in your head is clear. And I suggest writing it down. That's what I did when I did this, just because it's easy to like kind of forget or misremember once we go over the meanings of it. So if you want, you can just kind of quickly jot it down as we go along. And we're going to quickly reimagine what we just imagined. So think of that desert. Now see that cube again. And the ladder. Now see that horse. Think of the flowers. And remember what the weather was like. And then see that storm coming in the distance. Okay, now that we've done that, let's dissect what this all means. So I'm just going to begin with a quick disclaimer here. Um, Even though these may be giving quote-unquote answers, Um, Only you know you, (laughs) and your interpretation matters in this as well. So if this doesn't feel like it's right, don't sweat it, because you, in the end, know who you are. So if something doesn't resonate, totally cool. This is just a personality test. For me, it was extremely accurate um, when I did it at the time. And also a lot of it is like pretty vague. So 
you can just kind of go with your interpretation of it, which is great. Um, some of it does kind of tell you though, like this means this, but I like how most of it is like pretty open-ended and you can just kind of like feel the intuition of like what that visualization represented, um, based on like what it means. So with that being said, let's get into it. The desert. The desert represents your worldview. Basically, the idea of the world that you live in. The size represents your knowledge of the world and how vast your worldview is. The conditions of this desert represent how you view the conditions or the reality of the world. For example, if there is nothing else alive there, you feel very lonely in the world and you perceive the world to be a lonely place. If there are many dead or non-living things, or if it's very dull and empty feeling, then you are somewhat pessimistic and not necessarily feeling very enriched by life at the moment. Or, for example, if it's full of life and healthy or vibrant, then you have an optimistic worldview and you feel like the world is the place to be, basically. Now for the cube. The cube is the big part of this test. It's obviously, it's called the cube test. So the cube represents yourself and how you think about the cube reflects how you think about yourself. For example, you may think the cube is made of yellow stones. Yellow may give you a feeling of warmth and stone may give you a feeling of strength. Then that means that you believe that you are a strong and warm person. And whereas another person may associate yellow with feeling like sick, sickly or whatever and stones being like a very heavy weight that's weighing them down so like some people may have different interpretations of um, the same visualization so you just go with um, what you feel is true to you you know your heart so um, yeah the distance between you and the cube reflects your understanding about yourself. If the cube is far away, then it means that you do not feel close to your inner self. The ratio of the cube to the desert is how you think about yourself in this world. The bigger the ratio, the grander you think of yourself and what you're meant for. People who see an excessively tiny cube feel that they are smaller than life. People with a cube that is excessively large feel as if they are larger than life. A small ratio means that you recognize that you are just one part of this world and there are many other things out there besides you. A large ratio means that you thrive on being the center of attention. To generalize, a cube with a transparent surface means you tend to let others know how you feel on the inside. You show your inner thoughts, and you are deeply sincere. You know that you are good on the inside, 
and chances are you feel seen, heard, felt, and understood, or are trying to be by others. A cube made out of water or ice indicates that you let external elements influence you completely. Your personality is sensitive to social pressure, relationships, and other environmental factors. A hollow cube tends to mean that you are primarily concerned with your outside appearance, with far less care for what's going on within. However, this does not mean that you have nothing to offer on the inside. A solid cube made out of metal or rock indicates that you have solid integrity. Your personality is so strong that it cannot be bent or influenced by external force. You are dominant and consistent, but you are defensive of people trying to see into your inside world. Would you rather control what they see? Oh, sorry. You would rather control what they see or don't about you. The texture of your cube is indicative to your nature. If it is smooth, you are likely gentle. If it's coarse, then you might be a little rough around the edges and pretty straight and direct. A cube that is moving signifies that you're someone who thinks outside of the box and avoids convention. Color is also very important as well. White can represent a calm independence. Black is all about strength and individuality. Gray means that you are self-confident. Violet is connected to intelligence and perfectionism. Yellow is all about socializing and individuality. Red is vibrant, representing physical activity and rich experiences. The list goes on, but what's important with the color, as with pretty much everything else in this test, is how does the color make you feel? And what are kind of your, your own personal connotations towards that color? What does your cube tell you about yourself? Next, we're going to move on to the ladder. The ladder in general represents your goals. The length of the ladder shows the scale of your goals. The shorter the ladder, the simpler the goal. The longer the ladder, the more complex and the longer amount of time it may take to achieve this goal. The distance between the ladder and the cube determines the focus and effort that you are currently investing in your goals. If your ladder is close to your cube, then you are making all of the effort to achieve and assist your goals. If your ladder is leaning on your cube, then you have a big goal to achieve. If your ladder is extending beyond or is in any way over the cube, then you may feel that your goals are too hard to achieve or that you don't have what you need to achieve them. If, it is, if the ladder is under your cube, then you are someone who likes to be on top of things, but you may keep goals small because of this. The strength of the material of this ladder alludes to the support that you feel that you have from others in order to achieve this goal. Next, we're going to move on to the horse. 
The horse represents the lover that you are subconsciously seeking. Basically, your ideal romantic partner. A sleeping or grazing horse is an indicator that you want a partner that is fully committed to you. A running horse means that you want a partner that respects your space and boundaries, but is not intimidated when you need to take time for yourself. The distance between the horse and the cube represents the closeness that you have with your lover. If the horse is facing the cube, it shows that you want to be the the focus of attention in the relationship. If your horse is closer to the ladder, it might suggest that you want a lover who supports your goals. If the horse is tied up, then it shows the need to be controlling in a relationship. If the horse has a saddle, then you feel secure with them. If the horse is free and not saddled, then it means that your view, you, sorry. If the horse is free and not saddled, it means you view your lover as uncontrollable or unpredictable or as someone who is very independent. What does this test tell you about your ideal lover? Alright, now we're going to talk about the weather. The weather is tied to your mood, your general mood, and outlook on life. The rain is your problem, so the more it rains, the more difficulties you're tackling. Fog indicates a lack of clarity of the presence of the uncertainty in your life. Wind represents passing worries that won't last. If you saw the sun, then you are optimistic. Now we're going to move on to the storm. The storm represents the stress in your life and its positioning and intensity. The closer the storm is to the cube, the closer to the forefront of your mind the stress is. It represents the obstacles and problems in your life. If the storm is very intense, then your problems are causing havoc in your life. If they encompass the entire desert, then it means that you might have some ongoing issues which you think will take some time to resolve. If your storm is light and relatively small, then you see your problems at a distance and they can be easily controlled. Lastly, we're going to talk about the flowers. Now, apparently there is some argument about flowers in relational psychology. The first argument is that the flowers represent your social connections. This could be those you consider to be family or friends. How you feel about the flowers reflects how you feel about the people in your life. The number of the flowers determine your significant connections and how close you are to them. A bunch of flowers suggests that you have a close group of friends that you rely on. A couple suggests that you may be close to only a very few people. Tons of flowers may suggest that you are a social butterfly with many connections or contact, but may not develop a deep relationship with any of them. 
A row or more of flowers suggests that you have levels of connections. Some have stayed and some have gone. The location of flowers relative to the cube determine how close you are with your people. The color of the flowers represent your current feelings toward them. Now, the second argument is that the flowers represent kids. Some believe the number of flowers you see is either the number of children you will have or the number of children that you will want. <laughs> Sorry. I'm laughing at this because I had a lot of flowers <laughs> and I don't want like any kids. So it's just funny. But um, the closer the flower is to the cube, the closer you feel to your children or the thought of having children. If your flower is close to the latter, then a goal in life might be to have children. Different colors also represent a variety in children. You want boys slash girls or of varying ages, etc. Okay, before I move on, I just want to say, in case my future kids are listening to this, I might want a few kids. <laughs> that closed off, but... Furthermore, alas, we must move on. <laughs> it is worth looking into the meaning of colors deeper, but here's just a quick generalized list of the meanings as it applies to psychology. Black is the color of authority, elegance, sophistication, mystery, secrecy, and seduction. Black can also imply darkness and painful emotion. White symbolizes innocence, peace, purity, simplicity, cleanliness, and rarely nothingness or like a blank slate. Red represents dominance, power, action, motivation, ambition, leadership, willpower, passion, and sexual energy. Others may also associate it with romantic love. Pink represents softness, kindness, friendliness, nurturing, calm, love, and naivety. Orange represents energy, enthusiasm, excitement, attention-seeking, thrill, and warmth. Blue represents knowledge, openness, royalty, um, loyalty, tranquility, calm, serenity, stability, and sometimes sadness. Green represents compassion, growth, balance, harmony, equilibrium, prosperity, relaxation, and vitality, and renewal. Yellow represents optimism, joy, enthusiasm, playfulness, um, sociability, original thought. Purple represents nobility, luxury, wealth, wisdom, spirituality, frustration, arrogance, creativity. Brown shows stability, reliability, solidness, strength, resilience, safety, groundedness, isolation, um, and stubbornness. Gray represents neutrality, calm, balance, detachment, lack of emotion, impartiality, loss, and depression. Silver represents dignity, graciousness, justice, discerning, unbiasedness, sleekness, quiet wealth, perseverance, patience, and emotional emotionality. Sorry. 
Gold represents success, wealth, winning, achievement, triumph, luxury, prestige, extravagance, pride, charm, and luck. I should also say that in some cube tests, the latter represents friendships. And the proximity of the latter to the cube can represent the closeness of your friendships. And the harder the material of the latter, the stronger the bond with your friends. So the flowers can represent your friendships and the latter can also represent your friendships and the bonds that you have in this world. Well, that's it for the descriptions. Um, I'm really interested to hear what visualizations and what scenes you guys came up with. So if you're up for it, send me the description of your cube test. Um, Because I think this stuff is really interesting, just seeing the difference between what everyone imagines. Um, And I might just do like a follow-up episode of a listener stories episode and I if I do that I'll probably share my results as well so you can message me on Instagram at lucidsitepodcast or lucid.site.co um yeah let me know what you guys saw and let me know if it was accurate or not that's also what I'm interested in and don't just send me the description but also send me what you think it means like how it made you feel and your specific interpretation and whether or not you feel it was accurate and thanks again for listening you guys and I hope that you enjoy these episodes if you have any requests or any questions or any topics you want me to talk about you can message me and I'll see if I can cover it. So thanks for listening again.